0: Welcome back to Noah's Window this Friday morning. And we're going to wrap up the week this week with another question from our frequently asked questions. And this one is a really tough one. Um, But I'm going to ask Mark if he'll speak into it. Um, because we got the question, what about demon possession? Those of us who are reading through the Gospels are seeing a whole lot of situations where there are demon possessions. And does that still happen today? What should we know about that?
1: <laughs> well, it's really interesting, Mary Alice. You know, you've, get, you've given me some frequently asked questions. Well, yesterday you gave me the one I'm most comfortable with. Right. You know, how do we know we can never lose our salvation? And now you've given me the one that I'm least comfortable with. I remember years ago we were up sitting around a fireplace with some dear friends and the question was asked, you know we were all kind of discussing uh, the question if we could ask god one question when we get to heaven what question would it be and i said well the question i have for god is how could you ever love me but right beyond that would be the question about demon possession because there's so many things that i don't know of course you know in the 21st century 20th century uh, there were Christian communities that made up all kinds of things and they, some some of the things they said may have been right may have been wrong But a whole lot of it just didn't have any biblical basis, but let me go to what I know for sure There are such things as demons uh, They're fallen angels when Satan was created. He was created as an angel named Lucifer It looks like he may have actually uh, Led in the praise mm. of God in heaven, but the time came and this is before the world was ever created Uh, where Lucifer got so full of himself and pride that he determined to rebel against God and have God's place, or at least have an equal place with God. Now, God cast him out quickly, but I believe Revelation 12 teaches that a third of the angels went with him. So, all these angels, these rogue fallen angels, were cast out of heaven along with Satan, down to the earth, and we know them as demon spirits. Mm -hmm. Now, there's so much about demon spirits that I think is really worth knowing that the Bible makes very clear they are heavily involved in what takes place in this world system. In fact, the Bible calls Satan the, the prince of this world. In the book of Daniel, we see that demons, certain demons are assigned to different countries um, and uh, probably different cities and there are hierarchies of demons as we see in the book of Ephesians. But to go to your question, especially when you get into the life of Jesus, which I know you're involved mm-hmm. in a lot right now with the book by book study, we see scenarios where individuals were uh, indwelled by demons. Uh, there's the story of Mary, who Mary Magdalene, mm-hmm. who had seven demons inside of her. Uh, there's the story of the man, uh, the demon named itself, uh, or the group as legion because as the demon told Jesus we're many so I don't know did that mean that that man had a thousand demons inside him I don't know I just know that there are stories in the Bible that are very clear that there were demons who actually came in to possess individuals so what do we need to know uh, from that in 2022 well I really do believe that demons can possess people today But what I draw from what the Bible teaches is whenever a person is possessed with a demon, either by their conduct or by their willingness, they have invited Satan into their lives. What's really important, and and no one should miss this, this is very important, there is never a scenario in the Bible where a demon possessed a saved person because the very essence of being saved is that the Holy Spirit lives inside of us. And Jesus promised that once the Holy Spirit came inside of us, that he would never leave. So we can be possessed with both Satan and the Holy Spirit. Now we do have an old nature. We've talked about that a lot in New Spring. The Bible calls that Mm -hmm. the flesh, and it's bent toward doing wrong. And we can be tempted by Satan. And can I'm influence sure he us can sure. influence us, but he cannot possess us. So I, I've just tried to go to some simple things that we can know for sure about demon possession. Let me just go to uh, kind of a side place here, because, you know, if somebody could be watching me on Noah's wedding day, said, Mark, I'm a Christ follower. I know I can never be possessed of a demon, but I, I'm concerned that someone I love mm-hmm. uh, is so influenced by Satan that that's possible. And again, that's going to be something that, that God will know. Here's something really, really critical. I, I hear Christians today say, well, you need to know the right formula to cast oh, the demon out. Well, that's not what the Bible says. No. You know, and there are those who say, well, you know, you take it to some, take this person to someone who is an exorcist. That's not what the Bible says. Jesus gives us what to do if we're dealing with someone. Maybe we love someone, like Jonathan's doing the series on Death's Brother right now. If we love someone and we're fearing that that person has become heavily under the influence of Satan, In the Gospel of Mark there is a man who brings his son to Jesus and there's the indication that there was demonic activity in his life Jesus was up on top of the mountain with Peter James and John when he comes down the man is just so disappointed because he brings his son to Jesus disciples and they couldn't do anything for him. And of course, Jesus delivers him. And later on, the disciples asked Jesus, and this is this is where we really get to the point of what I want to say. The disciples asked Jesus, why were we ineffective? And Jesus said in Mark, in the Gospel of Mark, he said, This kind, and I draw from that, this virulent strain of satanic activity, this kind does not go out except by prayer. Now I don't always think that the King James Version gets it right in translation, but this is one place where I think it's right. Jesus said, this kind does not go out except by prayer and by fasting. fasting. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Now, a lot of translations say that fasting was added later, and maybe it was. I don't know, but hey... You can't go wrong here. You can't go wrong. <laughs> you can't go wrong. And so the the tool that we as God followers are given when we're loving someone who may be influenced by Satan, maybe even to the state of possession, is just to pray for that person mm-hmm. in the power of God, in the power of the Holy Spirit. And even, um, you know, and I, this is something between you and your doctor and the Word of God. But I know in, my, in our lives, Mary Alice, mm-hmm. there have been some times when we, felt like we were in satanic warfare and we actually went went, went to fasting and we saw God we saw seen, God We see God right. do some powerful that's things right. so I don't know that that's a good answer the truth be told there's so little that we know for sure about demonic activity and I want to caution you because there, there's been a whole lot of teaching out there, a whole lot of books that are written, and it's very elaborate. But you know, for me, I know somebody has taken a few Bible verses and they've constructed yeah, a whole doctrine. So yeah. you know, don't don't get. And, and here's the thing: we are never encouraged to get focused on Satan. We're to be right. focused on Christ. Right. And I've seen Christians to the point of distraction get so focused on you know curiosity sometimes can be a bad thing. I've watched Christians get so curious about the things that we can't know that they don't pay attention to what we should know. Right. So what I've tried to do with this question is talk about what we do, could, what we should know and do know. That yes, there are demons that influence and act in people's lives. If you're a Christ follower, it can never happen to you. You can never be possessed. Like you said, you can, can be tempted. You can be influenced. Uh, but I know it's important for any of us not to allow satan to have any real estate in our lives
0: what you just said reminded me of that old quote from i think it was mark twain who said it's not the things in the bible that i don't understand that worry me it's the things that i do understand that concern me so i think i love that you've always reiterated over and over throughout our life just stick with the things we know for sure because there's plenty there yeah, right to uh, keep us busy
1: yeah there's so so much that we can't understand in the Bible but here's the thing you know I love what the Bible says Deuteronomy 33 the secret things belong to the Lord our God we're not we're accountable not for them for those. That's right. but we are accountable for the things that he's taught us right. and that we know
0: well I hope these questions and answers have been helpful to you and we'd love to hear from you again and uh, as we close this morning could you pray for us more
1: father we are thankful that you hold us secure not only secure like we saw yesterday that we can't lose our salvation but your holy spirit uh, protects us and keeps us from the power of the evil one father i pray that you'll help us as christ followers not to ever buy one of satan's lies and let him have any real estate in our lives and now father we do pray for those that we love that are going through uh, seasons of rebellion against you and satan is having a filled day in their lives, we do come to you on the words of Jesus, understanding that through prayer and through your power in answering prayer, you can work in their lives and free them from those chains. We ask for that in the name of Jesus, our Savior. Amen.
0: Amen. Well, again, thank you so much for joining us here on Noah's Window, and we're going to look forward to seeing you next week. But before we sign off today, I just want to remind you that this coming Wednesday, at First Wednesday, we're going to be taping the 500th episode of Noah's Window. It will air on March the 28th, but we're going to record it this uh, First Wednesday. So I hope you'll be there to join us for that. It's going to be a really special service. Um, you want to talk about that just a little well, bit? Well, you know, I think
1: uh, you've, you've said the things I think are most important, but one thing I find interesting is it's going to be very close to the two-year anniversary from the very anniversary, first
0: because We started day. in March of 2020.
1: We started 2020. in March right. of 2020, and who can believe that two years have gone by? Oh, and I know I've said this so many times. Well, when we started in Noah's window, I thought it might last a week or two. I had no idea you mm, know, it was we'll gonna going to last for two years, but we're looking forward to that. And we'd love to have you come and be part of
0: that. So we'll look forward to seeing you. I hope to see you at New Spring this weekend. And thanks again for joining us. We'll see you next week. God bless.